Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Michael Zipersky. How are you, Michael? Fantastic. How are you doing, Shahid? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Great to be with you. Yeah, thank you. So I used you mentioned you're in Vancouver. I am. That's that's the home base for now, and uh, still being kind of at the tail end, maybe of COVID. Uh, we've been in Vancouver for longer than I've ever been before at, at one time. So where were you before? No, I just we do a lot of traveling. I mean, with my family um, oh. a couple of years ago, we spent about five months uh, traveling. You know, spending time in different places around the world, and each year we'll we'll spend time in Japan and Mexico and nice. Europe. And, so I just, uh, it's always nice to get out and see different places, but with COVID we've, uh, yeah. you know, we, we've been appreciating our, our local scenery, I guess we could say. Yeah. <laughs> you discover so much more to even know <laughs> it was there. Right. So, um, I like to kind of allow the, the guests to kind of introduce themselves, all their amazing things that you're involved with. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how far back you want me to go, but I'll maybe just start with kind of where things are right now. So, um, I'm co-founder at Consulting Success. That's consultingsuccess.com. Uh, we spent the last 13 years working with consultants all around the world, uh, helping them really to create more profitable and uh, strategic consulting businesses. Uh, that's on the back of the last 21 years uh, building consulting businesses myself. Uh, and then that in, in Canada, in Japan, work with clients all across the globe some very large organizations like Panasonic and Dow Jones and Financial Times and Royal Bank and, and others. But really, again, for the last 13 years, we've been solely focused on, on helping consultants uh, to, to grow their businesses and to really do it in a way that is profitable, in a way that balances lifestyle with impact um, and, and everything else that you know, people want to really realize their potential and, and have a lot more freedom. So that's kind of what uh, you know, we've been focused on for the last 13 years of uh, built and sold a few other businesses during that time. Uh, but this is, this is kind of my whole world is working with consultants. Uh, and uh, we have also the Consulting Success Podcast. I have about 47,000 people that download that each month, continues to grow every month. And uh, yeah, just having a lot of fun, uh, you know, building the business with a great team. That's awesome. Amazing, Michael. I love hearing that kind of stuff. And it's like you're a consultant for consultants. Yeah, I've been called that multiple times. Um, that's not really how I think about myself. You know, I just, uh -huh. uh, many, when I was young, I had a one, one teacher and she was a very, you know, an, an old lady at that point. Uh, she's no, no longer with us, I'm sure it's many years ago, but she saw something inside of me. She's like, you know, she's like, you're, you're going to be a teacher one day. And uh, I was like, no, no, I don't want to be a teacher. I want to be a businessman. You know, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to make money. Uh, and, uh, and then my mom years later, she also said to me like, yeah, I think you'd be really a really great teacher. I said, maybe one day mom, but I, I just, you know, I want to keep doing this business thing from pretty young age. I got involved in, in business and trying different things. Um, but you know, over the last probably eight years or so, um, I realized, you know what, like they were right because where I get the greatest, uh, fulfillment is, is not about the monetary side. It's, it's really about seeing the impact that we can have on the clients that we work with. Uh, and so that's what I enjoy most is, te is teaching. And even outside of a business context, you know, if, if we're sitting down and we're having uh, a coffee or something, Shahid, and we're just talking, and if you ask a question, if I can somehow add value to, to you, to your life, again, it could be completely on a personal side, could be health, could be fitness, whatever. But it, when I can help somebody, for me, that feels good. Um, it feels even better when somebody actually, you know, listens and then implements and I can actually, you know, they, they can see the benefit of it. Many people will just listen, not necessarily implement, but that for me, I've realized I am in internally, like at, kind of at the heart level, I'm, I'm a teacher. That's, that's kind of where, uh, where I resonate best with. 
Yeah, you lead with service, right? So you live with service. 100%. You, and that's you know it's unfortunate, but I found that um, since COVID hit, I, I see a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people of business have kind of shifted to giving more and service more, and you know what I mean. So um, that's amazing because if you start and you you start your day with actually going out to kind of give more than you're trying to take. You you will you will see good times. You your business is going to flourish. Your the people that you come in contact will change. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. That's amazing that you do that. You you are always uh, that's your personality from day one. I know from day one. I mean, I so you know going back many years. Um, I was born in Toronto, uh, so I know that's that's where you are right now, uh, hometown. But at two years of age, my parents kind of picked us up and and moved us to Israel, uh, and so I spent about four and a half years surrounded you know by new cultures new languages religions just just you know a whole different world and when i came back to canada uh, this time to vancouver at the age of six and a half i didn't speak english i didn't know anyone so i really felt like like an outsider uh and at that early stage i felt like i wanted to prove myself and so i did everything through sports uh that's really where i put a lot of my my energy and i certainly was not um I was not the kind of person, like I never thought of myself as a teacher. I certainly was never into academics. My whole life was sports, but that, that mindset of, of service, or I think probably at a deeper level, helping others. Like I was the type of person that even from a young age, if I saw, uh, you know, bigger kids picking on, on a little kid, I would be the first one in there being like, don't touch them, you know, or don't, don't touch her or don't say that. Uh, in high school, I remember, um, you know, there, there weren't many uh, black people in my high school. And one kid uh, came over from, uh, from Ghana. And I remember he would sit by himself every single day having lunch like in, in the field and no one would talk to him. And I just, you know, I'd go up and just talk to him because I like people. I, I want to learn about where people are from. Like, I just like learning about cultures and languages. Um, and then, you know, what's interesting is that when, when then one person starts to hang out, other people start seeing like, oh, I guess this person, you know, isn't just by themselves. And so then they started becoming included in, in more things. And so for me, it's, it's always been people who some people might consider themselves like a nerd. I've never thought of people that way. Like I remember one kid was very into the trains when he was young uh, in elementary school, but I just, I just talked to him. Like he didn't, people are people. So for me, that's the most important thing is um, I'm, I, I love the world. I love, as I said, you know, religions and cultures and, and languages uh, and I like helping people. So that's kind of the, you know, our business is a family business. Shahid, my cousin is my business partner. We've done many businesses together over the years and everything that we do, we run as a family business. And at the core of that, right. It's, it's about being inclusive. It's about, really uh, providing the highest level of service and care for those that you work with, because that's the way that you'd want to treat a family member. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so amazing to be in Canada, to see, you know, all these different cultures, even in America, like to be able to experience um, different religions, different cultures, different languages, different way of being. Um, I don't know. I find it enticing. I find it like energetic, you know, like you get so much out of it. Um, yeah. yeah. So amazing. So amazing. Especially in business, you come across it in the, in your podcast. Now, do you, what, what do you do? Interview guests or is it more about speaking about consulting? Yeah, no. So, I mean, it, it is a blend. Uh, the vast majority is interviews of successful consultants. Uh, and that's not what we've been doing for, for many years. Uh, but I do weave in some kind of, you know, call it like bonus episodes where it'll be a solo cast, just myself talking about a topic that I think would be valuable or beneficial to, you know, for the audience. Um, but yeah, but the vast majority is I really want to feature the brilliance of others and the experience of others so that the community of, of consultants can, can learn. 
Mm, that's excellent. And what are your are, uh, plans on, on writing a book or anything in the future? So, yeah, I mean, book number four uh, came out recently. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, first book uh, was called Consulting Success, which is the same name as our company. And that was really, that's really a guide for people who want to get into consulting. The next book was The Elite Consulting Mind. And that's really, um, you know, came from the observation that you'll, you'll encounter people who are very knowledgeable. They'll, they'll understand, you know, a strategy or multiple tactics, yet they're still not getting the results they want. And so what I kind of identified is that it's not strategy or tactics that will make somebody successful. It's their mindset, right? Wow, if you don't have the beautiful. right mindset, yeah, if you can't implement, uh, it doesn't matter what you know. So I identified 16 specific mindsets that impact consultants, although it's very applicable to entrepreneurs in general. Uh, and then told a lot of stories from client situations, our own business, myself in that book, that's the elite consulting mind. And then act now uh, was, you know, how successful consultants thrive during chaos and uncertainty uh, published that in April of 2020. So right in the height of COVID and there was no plans to, to publish that, you know, it went from concept to being out in the world in about three or four weeks, just because I saw a lot of people and our team, you know, everyone at consulting success, like the whole community, um, we saw a lot of people who were struggling or who were just kind of frozen, like, you know, deer staring into, into the headlights of a car, not really knowing what to do. And it's understandable because it was a very uncertain time. Uh, and so I interviewed a bunch of people that I, I uh, respect uh, and asked them, you know, what are you doing in your business? And we shared what we're doing in our own business. And what was very interesting to see, Shahid, is that the vast majority of people were doing the same things, meaning that those who were able to potentially weather the storm. I mean, we weren't sure it was still early days at that time, but the ones that we thought probably had the best chance of success of weathering the COVID storm or just that, that kind of uh, challenging time, they were doing many of this, the same things. So that's Act Now. And then the most recent book that just came out uh, about, what is it now? I guess about a month ago uh, is the, called The Future of Consulting. And uh, there again, interviewed a bunch of successful consultants. And the goal was to really look at and get perspective on how can you learn from this challenging period that we've had uh, and, and actually strengthen your business? How can you future-proof your business? Because if we look at history, right, what it teaches us is that there will be another time of economic challenge. There will be another time where we have a pandemic or some version of that. Uh, and so I think it's, it's quite dangerous, in fact, for people to just look at the light at the end of the tunnel going like, oh yeah, we're almost through COVID, let's get back to business. But if you don't actually use this as an opportunity to learn, uh, and to find out, you know, where are we actually over-reliant? As an example, the speaker who gets 90% of their business from, from speaking or delivering in-person workshops. Well, if they don't have a community, if they don't have a list, if they don't have a way to, or, or at least a plan to diversify their, their streams of income or, you know, their, their channels um, and how they engage with people, they're going to be in big trouble when the next, you know, kind of pandemic comes around. And so the whole idea of the future of consulting is, to identify areas of opportunity in your business with best practices so that you can not only benefit right now, but, but really into the long-term. And it's such a, such an important point that you made, uh, Michael, about mindset is uh, it's everything, you know, like your body just doesn't move the way you want it to move. If your mindset is not supportive, like if it's not aligned with your actions and your, your feelings and, and it's incredible that you see the transformation, um, you know, coaches or consultants and everything. Like if they actually start working on their mindset, start believing, start having faith, their results transform like night and day. 
Um, and I'm so happy that, that, that you do that, you know, like that's a great help now for, for actual consultants, who are your ideal type of consultants? Like there are different types, right? So which, uh, who, who do you usually work with? Yeah. So our clients are, are people who are experts in their area. Uh, their industries are, are literally any, you know, every industry that you could imagine from, from science and pharmaceutical to uh, internet, Wi-Fi, to other areas of, of medicine, artificial intelligence, machine learning, management, food and beverage, environment, like you name an industry, we've probably worked with, with one or many consultants in that industry. And that's because our focus Shahid is, is not to help people to get better, for example, at, at machine learning. Like, I don't know about machine learning. I don't know about AI enough to teach anyone, right? They already have the expertise. They're not coming to us for help in their area of expertise. They're coming for help on how to build a successful consulting business. So we help uh, people in, you know, from a range, some who are just getting started, making the transition from corporate to consult, others that have been consulting for you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years, and might, might run a business that's doing a million dollars, $2 million, $5 million, you know, sometimes 10 or 15 million. But many of them will be from, anywhere from getting started to you know, being quite successful, but they've recognized that they don't know what they need to do to get to that next level. And that might involve getting much clearer on their area of specialization, on who their ideal clients are. It might involve really developing a message that will get the attention and interest of their ideal clients. It also might involve how to take all their years of experience and skills or even their existing products and services and find ways to, to package them or repackage them and position them and place value on them and price them in a way that really aligns with what their ideal clients want to buy and allows them to, to, you know, to use more leverage and, and more scale and to increase profitability, to, to build their teams, put better systems and processes in place. So you know, that whole part of it and, and lead generation, getting clients, that's what we help them with is the business side of consulting. Mm-hmm. And if you had to kind of pick, for example, it sounds like you actually you don't work with everyone, right? So is there like a, a specific criteria you look for? Or do you work with anyone? Like, do you actually kind of verify if you're capable of, of helping someone? Like, how does it work with you to qualify yeah. a client? For sure. So we have, we have two programs, um, kind of two main streams. We have a lot of free content, right? So, you know, probably a thousand plus articles, um, hundreds of podcast episodes, videos, all that kind of stuff. So look, there's a lot for people to consume with, without any level of investment, but in terms of, for those that are looking to invest and, you know, kind of get into one of our programs, our first program is called momentum. And that's uh, that's a self-study implementation program uh, online that people can register and sign up themselves and go through, they get lifetime access to it. They can work through it at their own time. For that, there's no verification involved. Uh, anyone that's interested in getting into consulting or who is early stage in consulting could uh, likely you know, benefit from that program. It's a lot of the, the systems and best practices and scripts and templates that we've used with you know, thousands of clients to this point um, to really you know, make much more progress and kind of accelerate uh, the early stages of their consulting business and get to that you know, six-figure plus level. Then for those that, that want a personalized plan and kind of a customized you know, strategic plan for, for their consulting business, that's our Clarity Coaching Program. Uh, and for that, we have very limited enrollment. Each month, you know, we're only uh, typically able to accept a, f- a few new people into that program because we work very closely with, the new, with kind of new clients that come into that program. And that just really comes down to the level of support, personalization uh, that, that they receive. And for that, you know, we get over a hundred applications a month 
for that program, but very few are we actually able to accept. And that just comes down to, you know, us feeling number one, very confident that it's the right kind, you know, it's the right person with the right skill set that we can really help them. But we also want to make sure that there's a good cultural fit. And what I mean by that is that person is becoming and becoming part of a community of other successful consultants or other people that are, are going down that path. And so we want to make sure that uh, they're going to bring the right level of, of energy and focus and commitment uh, to the community uh, so that it benefits everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to have kind of criteria wise. And that course that you're talking about momentum, is that something they just do online? Like they just have a access or do you actually kind of create it in a way that they have to complete certain tasks within each week, each month? How is it designed for? Yeah, so. We, we certainly, yeah, we looked at all the different approaches for it. And, you know, there are some programs that you'll go through where, you know, you'll have like, for example, you, you log in and you only have a little bit of content at the beginning, and then you have to wait, you know, to have more and more content released. And, and our approach was just, we decided to do it different. We wanted to give people access to everything all at once. And we want to do that because we know that people are, you know, they're at different stages of, of kind of their development or where they are. So one person might want to dive more into one area, another one might you know want to go into a different area. But what we did is we completely re-engineered the program. So we've been offering a kind of a, a prior version of momentum for probably seven, eight years. Uh, and about two and a half years ago or so, we took it off the market and we completely re-engineered from the ground up. And what we did is we structured it so that every single day for the first 30 days when you come into the program, you receive a very specific kind of bite-sized recommendation. And that, and so it comes to you in the form of an email and it tells you, here's the one thing that you need to do today. So if you only had one hour, right, to, to spend working on your business, here's the one thing that you, you should do. And if you just do this one thing, it'll help you to make significantly more progress than the vast majority of people out there. Of course, you can go and you can dive much deeper into the whole program that you have lifetime access for. Uh, but this is like, you know, essentially applying the 80-20 principle to, to learning, because many people will sign up for a program and then never actually complete it. And so what we want to do is we want to say, listen, even if you don't get to everything right now, you can come back and, and go through it later. But if you do just this 20%, just this minimal amount, you know, for the first three days, you will make more progress. You'll be more clear. You will feel more confident uh, than, again, the vast majority of people. And so what we found is just looking at the number of people who have kind of been able to go through momentum and apply it, they've been able to see results and, you know, kind of reach success or a a sense or a feeling of success uh, based on their their feedback four times faster than what they expected doing it themselves. So there's been a lot of, you know, we have hundreds of testimonials and and videos and results from from clients. Um, So it's a very proven process, but we're always improving it. We also have a call that we provide a monthly uh, coaching call, community call for all clients. So they're part of a community. They do have opportunities to ask questions, get answers. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been working very well for people. That's excellent. So if someone's in consulting, for example, and they're looking to grow their business, what would be your top three recommendations that you could give someone like that, that can help them start implementing something that can get them going, growing? Yeah. So it would depend on what stage they're like, you're talking about somebody who's earlier stage or somebody uh, who's someone's doing, someone's doing like they're happy. They're doing fine. Right. They yeah. just, they have a desire to grow. They want to go to the next okay. level. So what I'm hearing Shahid is you're, you're kind of describing And the reason I'm, I'm pushing back here a little bit is because no, no, okay. when somebody you know, people often say like, what are, you know, the, the best things to do? And it's, well, it depends. Right. So if we're, if we're hitting on here, kind of identifying somebody who already runs, 
uh, you know, they're an existing consultant, they're successful, they have clients, uh, but they want to now get to that next level or, or where are some low hanging fruit for a typical person? Okay. Yeah, that's great. exactly what I was saying. Like just someone that's already doing well, like they're paying yep. the bills, they're making money, they're serving sure. people. They just want to go to the next level. So, yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, three things. Uh, number one is increasing your fees. That's almost always the, the easiest, uh, not necessarily the, you know, so I should say it's probably the simplest step may not be the easiest from a mindset perspective, but again, this is what I talk about, you know, um, in the book that I mentioned earlier, the Lee Consulting Mind, that one of these mindsets is, is fees, increasing fees. A lot of people have a block around doing that, right? Well, like what happens if I lose business? What happens if people say no? But that's the, that is the simplest path to becoming more profitable, to earning more is by increasing your fees. So there's strategies that you can use to do that and do it with great effect. Uh, so that would be the first thing. We've seen so many clients that have been able to just increase their fees without having to spend more time, you know, more money. Uh, they just are able to earn more. So that's number one. Number two is I would, uh, in, you know, look at if people don't have a consistent way to bring in new opportunities into their business. So that depending on their the maturity of their current marketing system, or maybe they don't even have a marketing system, but looking at how are they currently going about bringing in new leads, new opportunities? Are they relying just on referrals in their network? Are they, um, you know, do, do they actually have an intentional marketing system, a referral program? How strategic are they? How kind of, you know, how are they implementing those tactics? We've seen the you know, majority of people don't actually have a very good system to bring in new opportunities consistently into their business. So that would be uh, the second thing. And this is quite common because for many consultants, they can get to a pretty good level in many cases, just on the back of referrals in their network. Um, and in some cases, like they're doing, you know, fine, but they'll almost always wake up one day and say to themselves one of two things, either one, the referral well that I used to count on that was, you know, kind of plentiful and filled with water is now starting to dry up and, and they see that coming. The second is they go, okay, it's, it may has got me to, you know, $200,000 a year, but I really want to get to half a million. And that's not going to happen just based on what they've been doing before. Cause if it was, they'd already be there. So that's the second thing is really looking at uh, your marketing system and making sure that you have a strategic marketing approach and system that, uh, you know, leans to your strengths. It's not about you as the consultant having to do everything yourself. It's figuring out how can you put a system in place that, that will really run consistently for you. And that then takes us to the third thing, which is connected to the second, which is looking at ways to, to delegate, to build team. And when I say team, some people go like, whoa, 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 no, like the reason I left corporate is because I don't want to manage people anymore. And I totally get that. Right. But when you start seeing more success in your business, you, you very quickly realize that there's very few people on this planet that can achieve extraordinary levels of success doing everything themselves. And so uh, it's much better to identify areas that are lower value and activities that are lower value that you're currently spending your time on, and then find ways and put systems and processes in place that allow you to really delegate that and to build a team. When I say team, it could be a freelancer, a contractor, right? It could be somebody, you know, in another country or somebody locally, there's many different ways to go about doing this. But when you have the right people surrounding you, it frees you up to focus on high value work on higher revenue producing or higher profit producing work. But even more importantly, it allows you to really be in your zone. Like you, you can actually feel focused. You can feel like you're in flow. You're, you're doing better work and you're able to do it more consistently, which makes you feel happier and more fulfilled. And that typically translates into the business being more successful as well. So basically the top three recommendations um, that you provided are something that they, they will need to get professional help for. So as this recommendation is someone that could speak to a company like you or another company, whichever, say, can you help me with 
Maybe they don't have a problem with increasing their price, right? Maybe they have the mindset, they have the belief, they have the inner belief that, hey, I am worth this much, right? Sure. Uh, but the second the second and the third one, I would think they would need some outside help, professional help for. Yeah, you know, Shahida, like, here's, here's what I would say, Bless. You know, myself personally and, and our, our company, we've, for many, many years, we've invested in our own coaches and mentors. I've always seen that's the, that's the fastest way to, to accelerate your uh, you know, your performance and, and your results. That being said, I mean, there's um, one of our clients in Australia, uh, you know, when he wrote a testimonial, he said, because he launched his, his consulting business right at the beginning of COVID. And he said, like, you yeah, know, great time to do this. Uh, but his comment, I think, was very, was very true and powerful. He said, I could, I could probably have figured this out myself. I could probably have, like, done this myself. Uh, but it would have taken me 18 to 24 months. And here I am six weeks later and, like, already landing clients, and, and seeing progress. So I, I think that the reality is people can choose like, to do whatever they want. They don't need to invest into a coach or a program or whatever. You could pick up some books. You can you know, dabble in some things and try and kind of cobble all the stuff together. The question becomes, what is more important for you? Is it more important to preserve some cash, right? Because maybe you're just not in the financial situation to invest or is time more important to you, right? Are you able to make an investment into whatever you know, area that is that is appropriate for you, whether personal, business, finance, or uh, you know, health, whatever, all that kind of stuff, but to make an investment knowing that you can take what somebody has already learned, they already know what's gonna work and what isn't gonna work, and then simply be able to use that to see results much faster. So it's, you know, is time more important for you or, or money? And I, and I think as people start to accelerate more, when you look at those who, see greater success in their business or have become more successful, they'll always say that it's time. Time is the greatest asset. And if there's a way to get results faster, that's always the best way. 110% I agree. Like it's mentorship and getting advice and getting help in areas that you need help or you need to kind of speed up is hands down the best decision that anyone can make. You're kind of going towards the older number, not the younger number, right? And getting the help by the right people is so critical, so important if you're growing your business. Um, and But this stuff is all available. Like YouTube is full of it, you know, your content, everything's there. Yeah. Knowing is usually not the, the problem. Like we're we're filled with knowing, you know, it's the problem is the doing part of the, the, the equation. That's where, that's why there's only a small percentage of people that are successful is because the, the doing part is weak and then having a coach, they put you, you know, they put you in action. Right. So. Yeah. I, mean, I think that uh, a big thing that, that I've noticed over the years, um, cause you know, we've been doing this for 13 years in terms of working just with consultants specifically. So we've seen a lot of different things come and go over that time. Uh, and one kind of mistake or um, scenario that people find themselves in is they'll, let's say, identify something that somebody's talking about a new marketing trend or a tool mm. or a tactic, whatever it might be. But when you see a marketing approach that is working for, let's say, for a company that is selling razors, that's likely not going to be the right approach to, to reach a CEO or a CFO or you know, some other executive in an organization. And so what I'm always letting people know is make sure that whatever information you're, you're kind of gathering, that you're applying it in the right way and, and that, that it's applicable. You, know, you need to make sure that your messaging resonates with your ideal clients and that you're not just following what you see somebody else doing. You want to make sure that you can learn from other people and certainly also learn from other industries and other models. But you have to then think about how do I you know, make sure that I can adjust that or, or kind of tweak it so it, it fits for the market that I'm actually wanting to work in. 
Mm-hmm. And you uh, are there other like consultant companies that help consultants that are very niche specific, like, you know, real estate consultant companies, they provide coaching a service for, are you, you're a more broad opportunity, like any type of, of consultant can hire your services. Do you have departments as well that specialize in a specific industry? Yeah. So we have, uh, for example, as part of our clarity coaching program, we have kind of like certified coaches that uh, many of them have actually been clients that have gone through our program, built up very successful consulting businesses. Uh, and they also now work and coach some of our, our clients to come through the program. And so we always try and look at how to match up new clients with mm-hmm. people in, in those industries. But, you know, I think uh, we've always focused on consultants. So there are, there are people out there who have a lot more experience, for example, working with life coaches or, uh, you know, spiritual healers or, uh, these days, it's very common to use the word consultant, but for mm-hmm. over a decade now, our focus has been consultants who work with organizations. It might be a for-profit, it might be a non-profit, it might be an innovative startup, it might be a multi-billion dollar organization, but our focus has always just been consultants. Great, great. And we always like to ask our guests what their inner superpower is that got them to this point. Yeah, I think um, when you, when I, I filled in the, you know, that information you were asking earlier, I think I put down commitment and dedication. Yes. If I remember correctly. Yes. Um, and, and this goes back to, for me, you know, a very young age where probably in sports, uh, in order for me to feel that I was successful, I had to have commitment. You know, you, when you're playing a sport, if you want to do it properly, you show up every day, you show up for every practice, right? You put in the work, um, a little bit later on in life, I remember I was in a college program and it was Asian studies. Uh, again, taking me back, you know, I always enjoyed the, the world and stuff. Um, and so I was, I was learning about Asia at that time. You know, there was Asia was a very big power. This was probably when Japan was actually the, the real powerhouse in the economy, not China. But uh, what was interesting about that program is that it was all very focused on arts, but there's no commerce part of that program. So I went to the kind of the dean of the, the department. I said, listen, I, I want to take some commerce classes. I want to learn about business because I think it's very important to connect what I'm doing here with the business side. And he said, you know, to his credit, he's like, well, we don't really do that. But if you, if you write a letter, if you kind of like really tell me why you want to do this and why you think it's going to be helpful, I'll consider it. And so I did. I remember I worked at it. I got my mom's help to kind of think through uh, and I presented and he said, okay. And not only did that benefit me, but also another of my good friends, um, he kind of tagged along and said, yeah, like, I want to do that too. And so I don't know what kind of impact it had on, on the program after we, we left, but, uh, but certainly that's, I've always, what I, one thing I've kind of realized Shade, over the years is that when you really are committed to doing something, you can always find a way. It may not be, you know, staring you straight in the, in, in the face. Uh, you might have to work hard to find it, but if you truly are like committed to achieving something, whether it's, you know, a certain level of, of health or wellness or, or knowledge or success in, in business or relationships, like whatever area of your life, if you're committed to it, you can do it. And I think what happens so often is people will get excited about ideas. Like, I want to do this. I want to see this. I want to create this. And they'll dabble in it. They'll try it. But then it doesn't work. And then they go, okay, well, I guess this isn't the right thing. And they'll go off and do something else. Um, and, and I think that's where a lot of failures come. But to me, I'm always quote unquote failing. I'm always learning. I'm always trying things and not getting results, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to give up. It doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, shift my level of dedication or commitment because when we make a plan and we talk internally with our team or even personally for myself, when when I make my own plans, you know, I'm going to see them through. 
Uh, and so I think that is, call it my superpower, but it's a superpower that every single one of us, I believe, uh, has inside of us. We just need to harness it. We just need to, to kind of extract it or, or bring it to the, to the front, uh, and, and then we can all benefit from it. And commitment really, if you have to kind of step back, because commitment is like a choice too, because, you know, you're not born with this kind of characteristic is something that has a meaning inside and you being that committed there, if you dig deep enough, if you kind of look in, there must be something that's connecting that commitment to something deeper that's making you that, that's that committed. Because if, you know, everyone was committed, then it would be a different world, but um, there's something there, you know? So that's great. Great answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I want to thank you for coming on the show, Michael. It's been uh, amazing speaking to you. Um, you know, obviously all your information will be available in the show notes if anybody wants to connect with you. Uh, if you're ever in Vancouver, I'm going to message you. And if you're ever in Toronto, message me. I'd love to continue knowing you and you're a great guy. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, yeah, great speaking with you and uh, appreciate you of the great work. Uh, it's fantastic that you're putting the show up for everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great day. 